Are you living a wellness lifestyle? What could it do for you? Join us today on the Wellness Lounge a step further and see how our guests and direction can inspire you to self-empowerment through a wellness lifestyle. Now, here is the host of the Wellness Lounge a step further, Desiree Watson. Hello again, and thanks for joining us. I am very excited today about our guest, and before we uh, introduce our fabulous guest, I want again to say thank you. I'm humbled by the many, many uh, people around the world who are listening in over 20 different countries, and I'm so excited about that, and I like... uh, uh, really to believe that um, you are listening in because obviously you love the guests that we have uh, on, but uh, also more importantly, the guests that we invite, they are doing amazing things around the world and right here in our country, or they could be living right next door to you. And, you know, you may not know some of the amazing things they're doing. They're taking it a step further. So we are on the Empowerment Channel. So I hope that our guests are definitely empowering you. So um, the company, it's Wellness Interactive, and uh, we're located at 14 South Orange Avenue. Our signature brand is the Wellness Lounge, which is also located at 14 South Orange Avenue, but we do pop-up wellness lounges throughout the country and sometimes outside of the country. And we believe we take it a step further. And with uh, your help and support, always listening in, always following us with the Wellness Lounge, we think we are definitely doing um, a great job. <laughs> so thanks again. And, you know, uh, tune in to wellnessinteractive.com for any follow-up information you may want to uh, get connected to. So before we uh, speak uh, with our wonderful guest today. I, as always, like would like to read a passage. Uh, I'm going to start with, this is uh, God's wisdom for your every need. And it's, it's a, a pocket uh, sort of uh, little book that I carry around all the time, but it should um, help us transition into our um, beautiful guests uh, that we have today. Um, to enlighten us, uh, Donna Visco. So it says, but lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven where neither moth nor rust destroys and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. The lamp of the body is the eye. If therefore your eye is good, your whole body will be full of light But if your eye is bad, your whole body will be full of darkness. If therefore the light that is in you is darkness, how great is that darkness? But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added to you. Matthew chapter 6, verse 20 through 23. And I think um, as we speak with Donna, um, we're all hoping that... uh, we can engage with that light within us always, and she'll enlighten us, uh, enlighten us with all that. So we're speaking with Donna uh, Visco, and uh, she's in a space of complete safety and love. Um, she's going to empower us with the thinking of how that uh, will begin or, or the awareness of, of that area uh, to pre- prevent us from, you know, uh, uh, things that prevent us from living our uh, life fully and complete. So Donna brings 12 years of experience assisting others through use of pranic psychotherapy and pranic healing, as well as her years of experience as a teacher of rest, full body, centered awareness. She has achieved many certifications from the Chopra Institute in California, as well as the Institute in Inner Studies located in the Philippines, focused in the area of mental, emotional, and physical wellness. Donna has a great understanding of internal and external energy body and what one can do to bring themselves and their lives into balance. She is a certified pranic healer and teacher, as well as a Vedic master through the Chopra 
Institute in La Costa, California. Donna is a co-author in Journey to Joy and a recent Amazon number one bestseller. Donna has been lecturing internationally for many years on various subjects from how to live an abundant life to simple meditation. She creates programs for organizations and individual groups to meet their needs. How awesome is that? Thank you, Donna, for joining us. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you. Thank you for this wonderful opportunity to reach out. Oh, well, we're humbled by the fact that um, you are in such a beautiful space. Uh, I don't know. It would be great if we all had that (laughs) center (laughs) that you speak about. You're in such a beautiful space, and and you're sharing Uh it around the world. So um, I would like to know, and I'm sure the listeners would like to know, you know, when did you have that enlightening moment? Because I'm always thinking, you know, as children, we are so happy. We're always in a great space until we're, of course, you know, angry at another kid, and that only lasts for a few minutes. <laughs> and, or um, I always think, I said, geez, I, you know, we, we can get upset with an adult, which is always maybe a parent or two, but outside of that, being angry at a kid for a moment and then upset at an adult or parents for a moment, we're generally very happy. We're very happy and we're having a great time. We're having fun. So as a child, where was your space? So where were you in this whole um, enlightening space? I mean, did you feel yeah. empowered as well, a Well, you know, person? I, I didn't I didn't really, like, um, I, I wouldn't, I mean, if I were to look back and say, well, was I, you know, a very enlightened child? I probably wasn't, but I was a happy, happy child. Yeah, I was definitely Great. very happy. I was one of five, and there were three of us very rudely. I was the second in line of uh, an older sister, and then there were <laughs> there were three others beside me. And I always kind of felt like, you know, I, I didn't like to fight. I didn't like to... I wasn't one for wanting to fight or to argue, and I didn't like to see people. I kind of felt like I was a little bit of a peacemaker by my childhood nature. I didn't like to fight. Ah, so that's so very there was special. a peaceful person inside of that little girl. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, and so when you say you, you, you did not like to fight, I think that's um, just empowering within itself because, yeah. you know, as children, there are many of us that will jump into a fight or, you know, defend myself, but you're the, you're the peacemaker. I feel, like, I feel like, I mean, I would use the term, I wouldn't say that, you know, they called me the peacemaker, but I would think that, you know, um, that they would, they, that, that 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 if I look back and say who is that little girl, I think there was definitely a bit of a peacemaker in me. And also, I did go to eight years of Catholic school, which oh. the nuns, the nuns scared the bejesus out of you. Yeah. And I thought God was watching me every minute anyway. So. Yes. <laughs> well, that always I, helps. I, felt I, I better be good anyway because I didn't want to go to that fiery inferno, you know. <laughs> right, right, right. That's always great. That's always great. So. <laughs> I do. So kind of with I that do. with that fear factor built in, you know, being good was a was a better option, I think, from my from yes, my point absolutely. of view at that time. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I think the high road being good. So, um, did uh, either one of your parents um, and and if they're they're in your space now, uh, of course, if they they are still with us, did either one of your parents or uh, even now? Did they tend to um, be uh, more enlightened? And I, I'm stay with me for a minute. I'm going someplace with this. Certainly. Did they tend to be more enlightened by some of the things that you did as a child? Um, and, and one would say, as opposed to what the other four kids. But no, uh, I, I, I say this. Yeah. I say this because uh, sometimes uh, we have a way of following our parents or our parents. Um, have this um, real strong uh, force or energy toward the child that could already be in that space of enlightened energy and so on. Yeah. Sometimes the child is treated a little different or, I don't know, mm. was that an experience at all? Did no, you... no, and not, not for me. I mean, I don't, I don't, uh, there was, no one was really special. We were all kind of treated 
very similarly. They were my parents were struggling, blue collar workers, and so you know, just to make sure there was food on the table and a roof over our head was a challenge for them. And I think we were all kind of tuned into that because you know, when we I'm not saying this from a level of like oh oh woe is me because I had a, I had a very happy childhood really. But um, but that's where it starts. Yeah, when we when our shoes wore out, my mother would stick cardboard in because the hole in the bottom store we would get right because exactly. That's like there were there were times when it was like that tough, like that you know, hey, you know, I, I can't get your shoes this week, so we're gonna have to use two layers of cardboard until we can get the shoes. <laughs> <laughs> I love yeah. that. That's so that's beautiful. The truth. I mean, you know, eventually, you know, if the shoes would come around, but but I think um, and you probably just, didn't complain. No, we, we didn't because you know it was, it was, yeah. you don't know. We didn't know. It's not like today where you know everybody's wearing uh, Reeboks or whatever. Oh my shoes, gosh! You know. It's not like that. This. In our times, you know, we went to the local little place where you go and got got your shoes, a little shoe store, and you know those shoes were hopefully yeah. going to wear. They were going to last you the summer. Those were your pair of shoes. Exactly. You know? I can Am I dating myself yeah. here? <laughs> I, no, no, I can relate to that because as a tall woman, I'm six feet tall, and, you know, I, I have 11 sisters and four brothers. You know, my parents oh, there you go. 16 so you kids, know. so we know, yeah, definitely. Yeah. But my, my mom used to buy me fabric because, you know, I knew how to sew. She began having right. me sew right. at eight like years you old so I could sew my own clothes. So yeah. I definitely can relate to that. But I think Absolutely. it's such a beautiful story that you're sharing also because um, – when you you speak about um, your your family and your parents, you're still very happy, and that's just such yeah. a blessing. You know, you're you're not yeah. speaking about it in terms of woe is me. It's it's just it's just amazing that you're still empowered with that. Yeah, you know the funny yeah. thing is, is when you were asking about enlightenment, I was thinking about my parents for a moment. And what I do remember about my parents that was significant. My mother was, although we, she, we, we went to church every Sunday, she made sure that we went to church every Sunday. Yes. She didn't necessarily go to church yes. every Sunday, but we went. And yeah. the other thing about her is I know she was very spiritual because yeah. in her yeah. wallet, she didn't have things out. She didn't have holy things out. But she always mm-hmm. had a picture of Jesus in her wallet. Like she had like little prayer cards that she would have in special places. Right. But it wasn't, not, it wasn't like big. My father, on the other hand, I really believe he was agnostic. He used right. to tease her for sending us to Catholic school. He mm-hmm. would make a, a bit about it. But he had books on his shelves, and that's why I had that like a dichotomy. It was like so different. I had these two completely different people that were part of my upbringing. But he would read mm. books about human destiny, about you know mm. the world and understanding the world. He was extremely like inquisitive, and he had a library. Right. And, and I used to love to go in there and like look at the things and his interest in the world around us. My mother was the good homemaker and made sure that, you know, the, our feet mm-hmm. were dry. And <laughs> right. <laughs> so like, she took and we were fed well, you know. So so there was oh, this, like, yeah. this, this was the, the dynamic that I was brought under, which was, to me, it was pretty wonderful. I mean, I, Very I, I survived. I'm still here, and I survived it, and we all did. Yes, yeah. see, that's it. Yes, so empowering, and you survived yeah. it. I love yeah. uh, the idea of, um, and it's not an idea, it's so empowering that your mom, uh, sent you all to church. That's what my mom did too. She yeah. didn't necessarily go every Sunday, but she sent us to church. And then my dad, yeah. I cannot remember going to church with my dad, but my dad would <laughs> read the Bible. So yeah, it's just right. them being in a space uh, to empower us to, you know, I think be where we are right now today, having parents uh, that um, just uh, somehow enlightened and empowered us in the way that they could. And, and and actually should at that time they didn't have any other tools and today we have so many amazing tools that can help support uh, you know our whole center or that restful peace and mm-hmm. you of course have all this right now to share with us right right exactly um, exactly okay so that said fast forward Oh gosh, it's so many, it's so many things as to what you do, but enlighten us a bit on that restful body-centered awareness and how to, how does one navigate to that space and that presence? Yeah, well, well, for me actually, um, it was it was it's through meditation, uh, a form of meditation. There are different, many different meditation types out there, um, but. 
Russell Body Centered Awareness actually um it's it's it, I first saw it quoted uh through through my studies with uh, Deepak Chopra with the uh um Infinite Possibilities Institute out in California. And I love the phrase because it really does speak to what happens when one learns to get centered. And getting centered is something that's challenging for all of us, even myself as a meditation teacher and a yoga teacher and a healer. Mm -hmm. Do I Mm -hmm. need to be centered? Absolutely. And do I need Mm -hmm. to know what, use tools to bring me there? Absolutely. And we all do. Mm-hmm. And so, so how do we do that? I guess that's your question. Is that right, Desiree? Right, right, right. Okay. Or listen, it's your show. Whatever you would like to share, we're listening. Okay. <laughs> so well, yeah, it's mean, like how do you get to that space, or at least how do you begin to uh, navigate that whole uh, experience? And uh, as you just mentioned. We're constantly challenged, and it doesn't Absolutely. matter if uh, you're certified uh, pranic healer or, uh, you know, institute uh, uh, Deepak Chopra. You still, at times, we, you know, we're challenged. You're challenged. We're challenged. Absolutely. To stay we in all that are. Space. Everybody is. Absolutely. Yes, we're all challenged. So, um, uh, of course, I, <laughs> I hear the music. So we are going to have to break for commercial, but when we return, we are speaking with Donna Visco, and she is enlightening us and empowering us on the restful body-centered awareness. We can't wait to hear more. Thanks, Donna, for joining us. We shall return in a moment. This is the home of the top life coaches, entrepreneurs, and success drivers. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. Domestic violence and abuse are experienced by both men and women in everyday life. If you have experienced abuse, know that you're not alone on your journey. Listen for Abuse Survival Stories presents I Reclaim My Voice with co-hosts Reese Zigazaga and Denise Watkiss. We'll speak with survivors who have emerged safe and victorious and who are passionate about helping others reclaim their voices. Tune in every Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Spiritual transcendence unfolds when we fully align with body, mind, and soul. Then, transcend darkness into light. Each week, make transcendence, wellness through awareness, part of your life. Join host Jessica Allstrom and her guests as we explore your spiritual education and powerful tools in order to help you live your most joyful and prosperous life. You'll want to be here every Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. What sets apart VoiceAmerica.tv from the other video content providers on the Internet? Choice and flexibility means that you can host your video content live or on demand on the main VoiceAmerica.tv channels through your own branded media player or your own private TV channel. We support multiple media formats, so all of your video content can be in one place. We offer a number of advertising and video packages. For more information, visit VoiceAmerica.tv. If you think you've seen online TV like this before, let us surprise you. Build a better business. Achieve that goal. Make good on that resolution. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. You're tuned in to the Wellness Lounge, a step further, with host Desiree Watson. To find out more about our programs, please visit our website at www.wellnessinteractive.com. That's wellnessinteractive.com. Now, back to the show. Thanks again for joining us. And we are speaking with Donna Fisco. She is enlightening us and empowering us uh, with uh, restful body-centered awareness. Uh, Donna is a certified pranic healing teacher in both basic and advanced classes, registered yoga teacher, certified meditation teacher, and uh, she is uh, also part of a, an, an amazing book, a co-author of Journey to Joy, a recent Amazon number one bestseller. So, 
if you like, go on Amazon.com and come and get that uh, book, Journey to Joy. So, Donna, we were just um, speaking uh, about uh, the restful body centered and awareness and uh, what this all means. How, how do we navigate this experience? What are some of the first steps to just begin to embrace uh, uh, our center and being healed in our journey? I think that the very first thing, the most important thing, is the desire to to um, really bring restful body-centered awareness into your life. So it's it's the recognizing that maybe we're a little off kilter or maybe we have a lot going on mentally or maybe we're having some health issues. Like there's definitely stress in the body some way, mentally, physically, or emotionally. There's some stress factor that's kind of bulging out, if you will. You know, either you're very anxious, very nervous, or you can't sleep at night, or you have lots and lots of thoughts, or, you, you know, or anxiety. So it's something showing up where you can say, hey, there's, there's too much of something, and it's, it's affecting me in a way that's having a negative impact on my life. So what do we need to, what's the other side of that? And the, the other side of that is a restful, centered body. So how do we get that? Um, well, the one, one, one way is through breath, simply through breathing. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, if anybody's listening in right now, just stop hmm. and inhale and pause mm-hmm. and exhale. And it's just your own breath. So it's just stopping. So if you're on the line right now and you're listening, take a moment. Mm-hmm. Inhale. Hold your breath for a second and exhale. Oh, that's and wonderful. And as you exhale, just allow your muscles and your bones and your shoulders to relax. Pause and inhale. Pause and exhale. And let your body relax. Just in those two simple breaths, I'm sure you're feeling even a little calmer. Yeah, love that. And that was just breathing. That was just breathing through focusing on our breath you see our breath is an indicator of our our stress level or our how we're doing um notice yourself check yourself when you're really um tense about something notice your your breathing you'll probably be breathing a little heavier and a little harder and a little faster whereas when you're relaxed you'll notice that your breath level comes down to a calmer space your heart rate actually drops so that's the first level of coming to restful body-centered awareness. The next mm-hmm. thing you can do is to learn how to meditate. I mean, I, I am a trained meditation teacher with the Chopra Center. Um, I teach a particular course. But you can just learn just to meditate by simply closing your eyes and putting your tongue to the roof of your mouth and focusing on your breath and staying in that position. Uh, a simple oh. mantra like, Soham Namah, just repeating that because that, that makes the, when we use a simple mantra, it allows the brain to shut off thought. Because if I say to you, Soham Namah, you don't have anything to fill that way. If I say to you apples, you might think I like apples, I just had apple pie. <laughs> but if I say Soham Namah, you can't really follow that with anything. So when mm-hmm. you mentally, quietly, softly think Soham Namah, the brain doesn't have a where to, anywhere to go with that. So what it does mm. is it just kind of quiets from the brain and mind actually quiets. So the second thing first is breathing. And if you have no time for anything other than breathing, then just sit quiet, close your eyes and breathe and focus on your breath. The Beautiful. second thing, and the second thing you can do is learn to meditate. There's um on my website, which I'll give you later, there's a simple meditation thing you can follow. There's like these little things that are there that will be helpful to you. Um, so a simple meditation, you can just download a PDF and it will be there for you. Um, to do just what I'm kind of describing to you right now, okay? Or you can, if you want more intensive, you can actually take a course. So, And there's, and there's so much, much more, but I'm trying to hit on, hit on right. it. Right. No, I think it's, it's beautiful, absolutely yeah. beautiful. So. Um, let me ask you, because I, I think uh, and I 
you can certainly enlighten us with this. There are um, various forms of meditation. So um, when you're experiencing primordial sound meditation, what that, does that consist of when if someone uh, were to take your course in primordial sound meditation? Yeah, well, primordial sound meditation is simply a sound that is um, – there are certain sounds that repeat themselves in the universe. There's actually 108 sounds that repeat themselves mm. in the universe. Um, and this is ancient. This is ancient information. This isn't something that they devised like 20 years ago. This is right. ancient <laughs> seers and sages recognized these sounds thousands of years ago. Now, what happens is is that when a person is born, the date, the time, and the location they're born, the sound is happening at that part of the universe at that time. And when the person is born, that sound becomes their primordial sound. So now when a person takes the course, they're given that sound as a, as a uh, they're given that sound to meditate with. When they go and they do that meditation, it reminds their soul, spirit, this is when I left that beautiful place and came to this experience here on earth. Mm-hmm. It brings them back to their higher self, to their spirit. If that does it make sense? It's a, oh, absolutely. It's a connection it to that path. Makes, <laughs> it definitely makes to, sense to me okay. as well because it's a connection I, I did. To that path. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. I, I actually took the course in primordial sound meditation, Deepak Chopra's course, many years yeah, ago, that's and right. it was I remember quite now. amazing. It yeah. was so amazing to uh, go through this course, and it's such a great opportunity to uh, have. Uh, uh, your um, uh, course uh, available um, online. They can connect with you by phone or um, you're in New Jersey, of course, right? Yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah, it's a great opportunity to be able to connect with uh, someone with, uh, oh gosh, uh, so many advanced skills in this whole um, space of meditation and restful body centered awareness and i you know it's very rare to kind of um uh meet someone or engage with uh someone who has so many certifications in such a beautiful internal and external uh space that um it's it's <laughs> it's so I should say empowering just having the conversation, being able to have a conversation with someone that has uh, done so much uh, coursework um, and being able to help us uh, to uh, manifest desires and dreams. I'm reading all of this under the uh, meditation platform that you represent. So Mm -hmm. um, I want to focus on one uh, in particular, which is uh, discover your true self. So discovering your true self, um, of course, has a lot to do with much of what your teachings are. So when we start with meditation, the breathing, and uh, which I think is so beautiful, just stop by just, you know, meditating on breathing is beautiful. <laughs> but then as we're going into um, a, a more advanced space, what does this represent or what does it look like as we're transitioning into uh, such a, uh, a I, I would say, a much quieter space and with mm-hmm. um, uh, a um, peeler like yourself, how does that look? Is it, it, are you transitioning for many months or weeks or days or as long as it you feel it takes, or, or is that something yeah, I would a, feel? It's, it's a good question. You know, it's so funny. Sometimes we're there. Well, I forget who said. I'm so. I wish I was better at remembering who wrote what. But someone says, you know, uh, like you're like I'm already where I'm looking, but I'm there already. It's something like that. Oh, I like that. You know, but it's like you're already there, and you think you're not. You think you have to look further. You think we have to seek beyond ourselves. And we remember you you quoted uh, from somewhere just now, um, discovering your true self, right? Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. And I remember when I took my training with Deepak Chopra, um, we were taught how to lead uh, group meditations. And one of the things in the group meditation, uh, and even when I hand out that, when I send out that form for the uh, simple meditation, 
there's just, just three questions you put out there. Who am I? What is my purpose? And how can I serve? So, I mean, part of my training was, you know, as you lead the meditation, you put out the questions, who am I? What is my purpose? How can I serve? And so I would do that. I would just do it because, I mean, I did it because they really are wonderful questions, yes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And they were part of the program. But I just did it. And I it was not really a lot of thought around it as far as just it, it was beautiful, great questions. And I did not think about how it applied to me. I was leading Deepak's meditations for about, mm, I want to say, five years. I was sitting somewhere in a yoga studio leading the meditation. I had about five people in the room. And I asked the questions to the group. And I was like I had an aha moment. I was like, mm. I know the answers to all of these three questions. Like, I, I realized I knew who I was because at that point I finally, when I asked to say those words, who your true self, your true self is your spirit. Mm. It is that yes. energy that comes in and animates the body. I finally really knew that, got that, and knew that that was my true self. Oh, wow. Donna Visco's and Donna Visco's a personality. She's a mother. She's a sister. She's a grandmother. She's a, a you know got a wonderful love partner in her life. She's got all these great things. She's a teacher. She's a healer. All that. But who am I really? Who are we really? Each of us individually is the spirit that animates our bodies. So mm-hmm. that was when I got that. So in that moment, who am I? Well, I know who I am. I'm this beautiful spirit that comes in. We all are beautiful spirits. <laughs> That come into the wow. body, that animate the body. You know, it's oh, in the Bible where they say cannot be burned, cannot be drowned. Well, that's the spirit in the body. You can kill the body, but you cannot kill the spirit. And the spirit. Oh, my gosh. Beautiful. Right? Absolutely. And then what is my purpose? Then in my case, what was my purpose? Well, we will have our purpose, too. And my purpose was to be a teacher, to be a healer. Clearly, that was it. Besides all those things I do as well as mother, grandmother, you know, that's all part of who I am. But my purpose in this life is to be a teacher and to be a healer okay mm-hmm. so i got that and how can i serve and how can i serve is do what i'm doing simple it was like so simple <laughs> it was like one two three that's it it's done and i actually i remember i was in the meditation room where i had these people i'm leaving the meditation. i started crying because i was like i know this right and i think that when we have that moment when we discover our true self our true self is realizing I am this beautiful spirit. We are beautiful spirits in a body, animating the body. Now we have to mm-hmm. just look at our lives and decide. And through meditation, this is, I am such a true believer of meditation, and that meditation, when we get quiet, you see, when you pray, you talk to God. When you right. meditate, you listen. Mm, love that. It comes Absolutely. down on you. It comes to you. You need to be silent. You put your prayers out to God in meditation. You may put your wishes and your intentions to God in meditation, but then get quiet and let it come to you. And it may not come right after in the meditation. It might come a week later. Right. In a book that falls in your lap because the universe is getting your prayers and your messages. You're making that connection to the divine. Oh, I love it. Oh, So beautiful. then when you put that out there and then you say, hey, you know, I really... Um, I really want to, um, you know, I, 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 there's so many things. I was talking to a group recently about it, but there's so many things that are in my life today. If you'd have asked me 20 years ago, Donna, would you be, you're, one day you're going to be a meditation teacher talking with this woman, Desiree, on uh, voice <laughs> radio about about restful body center awareness, I would have laughed and probably fell off my chair. <laughs> That's the truth. I would say, oh, you're kidding me, you know? That's not going to happen. <laughs> no, you know? I, I mean, oh, my gosh. I love it. I love it. So, so wait, let, let me just uh, for a moment. I'm going to um, uh, read uh, 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 just a, a passage, uh, Deepak Chopra's uh, passage, um, which it says, and this is on, on your site and it's on your, um, your course offerings, all of that. It goes, meditation is not a, excuse me, meditation is not a way of making your mind quiet. It's a way of entering into the quiet that's already there, buried under the 50,000 thoughts the average person thinks every day. Deepak Chopra, MD. Wow. <laughs> oh, my right. gosh. And, oh. and I have a friend, uh, I have a dear friend who, she's a, also a meditation teacher. We used to do a lot of work together. And she used to say, and I, I used to laugh when I said, she goes, and think about all the things you think every day, all those thoughts. If you had a choice, would you want to replay a lot of them? 
Like, you want to play ah. that movie again? <laughs> wow, listen to that. That's amazing. Do you want to Very play that movie again? <laughs> you got to like, be conscious of what you're thinking and what you're creating in your life. And that's all part of that, you know, the, the, the being aware of how you're living your life. But it's got to start somewhere, and I really do believe learning to be quiet allows us to take a better view or pers- of the perspective of our lives and to, to view our lives and, and then make better choices. Beautiful. So now I'm going to read uh, something that's also on your, your website just to um, highlight uh, the great conversation uh, that we're having now and you're sharing with us to empower us. It says meditate. Then it says experience peace of mind, increase power of concentration, increase clear positive thinking, increase intuition, increase energy, reduce stress levels, reduce age processing, experience present moment awareness, experience field of pure potential, develop ability to manifest desires and dreams, discover inner resources of power and knowledge, discover your true self. That is so empowering. I love it. I love it. We are going to break for a commercial. We're speaking with Donna Visco, and she is enlightening us on meditation and Finding our center with restful body-centered awareness. Uh, Please uh, stay with us. We shall return. Live up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. How do you define work? Is it that mundane Monday through Friday place that seems to be sucking a third of your life out of you? Or have you made it a place of personal fulfillment, achievement, and purpose? If you are looking to make your work life the latter, tune in to Working on Purpose with Elise Cortez. There are all kinds of inspiring work-life stories told by people who have made work something to look forward to every day. Working on Purpose can be heard every Wednesday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific on Voice America Empowerment. What makes you a success? Is it your business or career? Is it your family and social life? How do you achieve the next level in your success? Tune in to Infinite Success Radio with host Rachel O'Brien Eddy. Rachel and her amazing guests are here to encourage, inspire, and empower you to take control of your destiny and achieve the level of success you were born to reach. How do ordinary people become extraordinary? Find out with Infinite Success Radio, broadcasting live every Friday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Empowerment. Friend us on Facebook to keep up with what's empowering the world. Voice America Empowerment. You're tuned in to the Wellness Lounge, a step further, with host Desiree Watson. To find out more about our programs, please visit our website at www.wellnessinteractive.com. That's wellnessinteractive.com. Now, back to the show. Thanks again for joining us. We're speaking with Donna Visco, and she is a certified pranic healer, and uh, oh my gosh, she's a, a healing teacher in both basic and advanced uh, classes, yoga instructor, meditation teacher. Oh, my goodness. And, of course, she is the co-author of uh, a bestseller, Journey to Joy. It's a recent Amazon number one bestseller. So, Donna, thanks again for joining us, and you are enlightening and empowering us with uh, this whole beautiful space that we're in control of, I think, you know, meditation yeah, right. and calming. <laughs> yeah, we're in control of that, right? So let me ask you then, um, with all the the beautiful, um, uh, well, let's just, it's a beautiful space that you live every day and you're helping people to find this uh, uh, restful body-centered awareness. How do we continue to stay or 
achieve that center when uh, perhaps um, you know we're we're going back out into <laughs> into and well I'll say go we're going to the to be down in the trenches with you know just everyday worldly and society and all of yeah. that how how difficult is it and is this something that we stay with for as long as possible or do we have that 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 space one day were enlightened as you were to say, Oh, I know exactly where I am. How does this, how does that um, work in a sense? You know, is it a day? Is it a week? Is it a few days? How do we find this space and stay centered with so much that we have to deal with in our worldly presence? Really good question. And you prompted me to think of something that I share when I teach meditation. Um, you can Google this on the Internet, Dalai Lama, University of Wisconsin. Dalai Lama, University of Wisconsin. He did studies with the University of Wisconsin where he brought in trained meditation uh, lamas who were meditating for most, of their, for most or all of their lives. And then he brought in lay people, and he had them all meditating, and they were doing CAT scans on their brains when they were meditating. Ooh. The one distinctive difference that they found, when they were meditating, all of the frontal lobe of the brains were all illuminated. But right. when they were out of meditation, I'll repeat, when they were out of meditation, the lama's brains or the long-term meditator's brains were still illuminated as if they were in meditation. Mm. You see, when you meditate, wow. you change the alchemy of the brain they see how i always say well, the, uh, you know the alchemist well well you do mm-hmm. change your body you do change your physiology you do change who you are so when you're walking in the worst subway in new york city you know you're walking where it's like crazy it's five o'clock everybody's you're in line it's crazy 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 can you be above it on some level where there's a spirit within you is strong and you can be okay you could be okay in that because you know what? We're all human and we love each other and we're here and we're all working together wherever we may be. We may be in a subway. We could be on mm-hmm. a mountain in Tibet, but we could be mm-hmm. in a subway too. You know, mm-hmm. we could be in all these different places on the planet. Does that make us any different, a person or a spirit in the body? No. So, mm-hmm. so to answer you and what you, what you just asked me, it, we go through whatever we go through, whether we're in traffic or we're in a very heavy, congested situation energetically because of whatever the – it could be in a hospital, an emergency room in a hospital for some reason, whatever. Or you could be inside of a, of a, of a cathedral. We're still wow. the same people. See, that's the thing we have to come to understand is we're all still the same people. We're all right. still the same person no matter where we are. And when you get that you're this beautiful energy in the body – and you tune into that higher level of yourself, that spirit part of yourself, you bring that with you. You bring that with you. You may even change the dynamic depending on how strong your energy is and how much light and love. you. And you, your quote this, this morning was the light or the darkness. You see, if you have the light within, the light within is oneself, one spirit, one soul. Your, mm. your, your, your quote was perfect. Your, your, your reading was perfect. It's the light within. Mm-hmm. The light is it within the eyes. The eyes. How do you see the world? You see through your right. eyes. Right. How do you? And that see comes the world? from the scripture from the Bible, Matthew. Actually. Right. Wow. How do you see? How do you see? What are your What are your eyes looking at? And how are they looking? How are they perceiving? You see. Wow. So then that's that's with you. And if you so how do you so how do you maintain that when you're in the fray? Is what you really have to do is realize who you are. That's the first one. Discover your true self. Because your true self is the spirit. And you may mm. be in the fray. And you may be in the dark. You may be in a dark place, but it doesn't mean you can't be a light. And if you oh. have a little lit a candle in a dark room, you know how it illuminates the room. One candle. Right. Let's get another Beautiful. person to walk in with a candle. And another and another and another. Oh, will enlighten beautiful. the world. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's so beautiful. And, you know, that... that um, we have to also give more credit to that frontal lobe and Dalai Lama. Oh, gosh, yeah. it's amazing. I oh, I was in India a couple of years ago. Um, had the opportunity to be uh, part of, or I'm a delegate for the Global um, Wellness Institute, and they do a global wellness summit. And the Dalai Lama came to speak with us, and it, mm-hmm. he was absolutely 
so amazing because everything was so simple. You know, we sometimes think that it's, <laughs> it, what is it? It's, you know, it's some big, huge book we make that it we complicated. Need to read. <laughs> Just simple, beautiful and sure. simple. And he did speak a, a, about, um, yeah, the brain and the frontal lobe. And, you know, we, mm-hmm. we just need to focus more on um, information. Like right now, you're empowering us with so much information. And to be able to take it a step further, you really do want to follow. You want to follow it. You have to grab, <laughs> grab hold of what's going to help you guide that center. And so the work that you're doing and helping so many people, that to me is also um, becoming that leader. I mean, some of us are leaders in in many ways. I mean, we could be a leader in our family, you know, just raising kids, or we can be a great leader um, being a spiritual path leader or, you know, pranic healing, all of the things that you're doing as well. But Stepping into becoming a leader for who you are, being grounded spiritually, mm-hmm. has a very strong impact, uh, I would think, also just uh, within our communities or society. So if we're in a community of women, we're women. If we're in a community of women, just being able to find that uh, restful body-centered awareness, we're, I would think, helping people right away prior even to coming to you we're just helping just to stay focused on the center and helping so many communities uh uh we need to either speak to adonna visco (laughs) as a leader or we need some spiritual foundation and grounded in in faith uh, some way or another. And I speak about women all the time because you educate a woman, you educate a community. So on that note, I I thank you so much for being such a a great leader. But then, of course, I want to ask you, how does that feel? Or do you look upon yourself as being a leader? Or when you're training uh, so many people to become uh, centered, with restful body-centered awareness, do you look at them as leaders or are they looking upon themselves as leaders? I think really what it comes down to is some people, not all, but some people like to have someone assist them or guide them until they can walk on their own. They walk on this path and they're not quite sure. They're like, how do I do this? What do I do? I love it because I have some people that come to me and they don't know, and they're confused, and then they find their way, and then they discover their true selves. And what I love is when they come and see me and they say to me, my son came to me, and I was able to help him. Like, So you know oh. they're taking it out. They're moving it beyond. Oh. They've got it. Because you can't yeah. share it unless you've got it within. So yeah. so I think we just sometimes people need a little hand-holding until they kind of understand it and they get it. And so they might be looking to, to speak to someone just to to take – like they kind of have some of the pieces, but they're looking to find those other little pieces to make the puzzle really clear so that they can just move forward. And so, you know, that's sometimes how I do assist people um, is just kind of hand-holding them until they really get it. And then uh, and on my my best day is when I know that someone doesn't come and see me for a while, that they've really got it, and then they call me a year or oh, two wow. years later and they make an appointment, and I'll go. And it's more, it's more like a friendship getting together. It is even any kind of a session, a little mini healing and a and a catch up. Oh my <laughs> and god! To me, that's I love the best it because yeah, you know, because that's when I know that they they got it, and I'm very proud of them for taking it on and making it happen in their lives. Wow, I I love that, and and that just means that you are helping people. I love that, and that's. You know, really what it's about, how do you help people? And then having such a a beautiful platform and presence on how to help people, how to empower them, how to enlighten them. And so, which brings me to this pure potential. Um, Do we all really have the pure potential? We spoke about a lot of the navigation process and how to um, sort of carve that blueprint to be enlightened and to, um, you know, find that that restful body-centered awareness. But 
do we all have the pure potential maybe even to become teachers? We all have the potential to do or be or have whatever it is that we want. Yes. The answer is yes. yes. You have to believe it. You have to be open to it. You have to tap into it. You you have to, number one, you have to believe it. If someone says that's not possible for me, then they're right. I'm not <laughs> going to change that. But if oh, someone wow. Says, that's true. You're right. Whatever you say, whatever you think, whatever you believe, you're right. So mind your thoughts, mind your beliefs, because if your beliefs say one thing, you are absolutely 100% right. The potential wow. to have to do and be whatever it is you want in your life is within us. We all have it within us, but we have to be open to realizing that potential is there and to be open to whatever it is you need to do to make it happen. Oh my gosh, I love that. That that makes so much sense, <laughs> you know, because if we're speaking, uh, uh, well, let me. I always go back to uh, something Maya Angelou uh, uh, spoke about. She says, "If people show you who they are, you ought to believe them." So, in reverse of that, what you're saying also, if we're saying these things about ourselves, no, I can't, or no, if you're not open. That's who we are. We're speaking it. Mm-hmm. Is that mm-hmm. what you're saying here? Yeah, pretty much. You can change it. I'm not saying you can't change it. Just so no, no, no. Clear. I know so, you can so, change it. Yeah. But but it's the whole navigation my... process of mm-hmm. getting to that point exactly. for change if we can exactly. clear that out. It's right? important to move through that to get to change those beliefs and those thoughts so that you can, um, you can yes, because design always... it and have the pure potential we speak of. Right, right. I'm I'm always um, sort of uh, fascinated in a way where women, I, I'm speaking of women, I, I, because I work with a lot of women, and those are the words they'll say first. It's like, oh, I don't know, I, I can't, or we're always someplace right. um, a little confused about it. So we all have the pure potential. Donna Visco has enlightened and empowered us with the pure potential. Please, uh, Donna, tell us where uh, we can find you and your websites and social media, please. Sure, DonnaVisco.com, DonnaVisco.com. Just go there. That'll take you everywhere else. I'm on Facebook, Donna Visco on Facebook. It's just Donna Visco. If you got the name, Donna Visco, V-I-S-C-O, you'll find me. And I also have an email address. Sir Donna, S is in Sam, E-R, Donna, at AOL.com. So, beautiful. <clears throat> beautiful. Yeah, I want to thank you. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Um, that's it. Oh, good. Go ahead. Oh, good, good. I, I want to thank you so much for joining us, and we'd love to have you back again. Uh, Donna that. Visco has, again, once again, empowered us. Please uh, go uh, to uh, Donna Visco's uh, website as well. She has uh, com in addition to what she's just given you, and be empowered uh, to take that step further through her amazing primordial sound meditation course. Uh, we're so grateful to have uh, had the opportunity to speak with you. Well, so thanks I'm again. and Grateful too. Okay, great. We <laughs> look forward to you all tuning in uh, next week. Thank you. Thanks so much for joining us this week for the Wellness Lounge, A Step Further. Please tune in next Monday morning at 6 a.m. Pacific Time, 9 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel or our replay Saturday morning at 7 a.m. Pacific Time, 10 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel for another great show featuring your host, Desiree Watson. We'll continue to show you how to incorporate a wellness lifestyle and live a better life.